Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Well, forget about Blue Monday. There's plenty of reasons to be happy this week. And our own Kahlo Sullivan is with me in studio today to chat about some of the news stories. You, you might have missed them, but they will leave a smile on your face, guaranteed. Kahlo, we're talking first of all about um, cancer tests because scientists have developed a sort of a, a game changer in this area. Yeah, so um, researchers from the US BioNTech um, firm Novelna have designed a test that analyzes the proteins in the blood and it can pick up 18 early stage cancers. So it's kind of representative of all main organs in the body. Now, currently, um, blood proteins are used in cancer tests and certain in certain circumstances, mm. they can be used for early detection and monitoring of kind of the disease as it progresses. But according to, um, I suppose, this team in Novelna in the US, they say that the test has really high accuracy. Right. So it's looking at the proteins in the blood plasma connected to the tumour's DNA. And they say it can differentiate from normal tumours and it can just, I suppose, distinguish between the different types of cancer with really, really high Good accuracy. Um, it's it's Look, it's something that's new and... There's not a lot really around about it. This is the kind of first of its kind at the yeah. moment. But, and there are going to be further studies needed. Um, the team said the finding of this is a foundation for kind of a multi-screening cancer test that will kind of go on further. And the sample was quite small considering, I mm. suppose, the amount of people that are affected by cancer. Yeah, I think one in, six, one in six people or deaths in the worldwide are kind of from cancer. But... Early detection is so important Absolutely. and this is something, I suppose, Good. that will help with that. Um, the results were quite encouraging in that like 440 people diagnosed with 18 different types of cancer were tested and it showed it, the, the detection rate was mm. so high. So the team were really, I suppose, delighted with the results, yeah, but further studies are needed. Okay. So it's great news for the medical Good industry. Good stuff. Um, from the medical world to politics, we were talking about France last week, but tell us about the Spanish politician and what's happening there. Okay, so I'm going to um, make an attempt, make a stab at this name, but Margal Terán has become the first parliamentarian in Spain um, with Down syndrome. Right. So um, she originally joined the Conservative People Party at aged 18. She was attracted to them because they embraced the tradition of, I suppose, life in Valencia. And it's kind of the Valencia region that we're talking yeah. about here. She served as a civil servant for almost 20 years and 13 years of, 13 of those years mm. were spent working for the president of kind of the Valencian government. Um, but last year, or at the end of last year, she was added to the list of names for the election in the Valencia region and she was subsequently elected. So tough. it's great news. Yeah. And um, the region's leader, um, Carlos Mathon, said it's great news for politics and we're really overcoming barriers in yeah, the region. Um, and it actually kind of stems, there's a little bit of an Irish kind of link in that oh. Finton Bray are... Uh, he's a, a politician here in Ireland and um, he's part of the Fianna Fáil party in 2022 he became the first person with Down syndrome to be elected to a political position when he was elected to Fianna Fáil's national executive so it's great to see things like this breaking down the barriers in the air in these I suppose po- political mm. areas um, like a person with Down syndrome being represented at such a high level in Spain's parliament in Valencia yeah, is fantastic good um, stuff um, we're chatting about the Critics' Choice Awards because 
Ireland got a mention. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Io Debris um, is the actress from The Bear. I don't know if you've I watched seen it. it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, too, it's flying yeah. online. Yeah. I think people are saying season two kind of it really takes off. So that's kind of... Do you know, I accidentally ended up watching season two before season one. <laughs> so maybe, <laughs> maybe that's where I got a bit lost. But anyway, go on. So Io Debris, um, she's 28. She was born and raised in Boston to a Nigerian father and her mother's from Barbados. Um, and back in March last year, when kind of the Banshees of Inishirin was knocking around, she did an interview with the Letterbox on a red carpet where she mentioned that she actually played the role of Jenny the Donkey in the Banshees of Inishirin. Yeah. And she kind of she, made a stab at the Irish accent a little bit and said, yeah, I practised for months on all fours, all this. And it was kind of a tongue in cheek joke yeah. that I wasn't nominated, but I'm here like for that reason. And it kind of went under the radar a little bit, but people started to say, oh, sure, she's one of our own. And in November, when the sag after strike was lifted, um, Iowa Debris tweeted saying that her new film Bottoms was available in her home nation of Ireland. Right. So she kind of kept the joke running. And then last Wednesday, after her win at the Golden Globes for The Bear, yeah. for Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series, Film in Dublin, this Irish Twitter account who I suppose follows kind of updates on mm-hmm. Irish film, tweeted, congratulations to Ireland's own Io Debris for her nomination in the 2024 BAFTA, BAFTA Rising Star Award. And this got like 80,000 likes on Twitter. It was just like, it took off. I was like, who is this girl? But she reposted the tweet and said, good Iraq. So like, exactly. So she's kind of, <laughs> she's keeping the, she's a comic like uh, yeah. by trade, but she's keeping the joke running. And it's got more and more attention. And last, on Sunday just gone, she won the Critics' Choice mm-hmm. Award for Best Supporting Actress. And in her acceptance speech, she went on to thank Ireland. Take a listen. Um, I'd like to thank my Bear family for this. Um, her amazing, amazing cast, who are just a dream. My real family. Uh, to everybody in Boston, Barbados, Nigeria, Ireland in many ways. Uh, thank you so much. I love you. Obviously, the, the audience got the joke. Yeah, they got the joke. Yeah. So it's kind of been running across the line. Everyone's jumping on the bandwagon of, of this running joke. And the next night, so the next night she was at the Emmys, where she also went on to win another award. But on the red carpet, she kind of addressed the people of Ireland. Take a listen to what she said on the red carpet. And now you have the whole country of Ireland that has fallen completely and madly in love with you. Shout out to my people. Shout out to Derry. Shout out to Cork. Shout out to Killarney. Shout out to Dublin. You know, the city of Dublin, I think, tweeted at you and gave you a shout out. And I appreciate that. I'm not on Twitter anymore, but I appreciate it. You're not on Twitter anymore? No, 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 no. Okay, so then you haven't seen all of the love that you're getting. I'm I'm aware generally of my connection to Ireland. I'm aware. It's gas. Like normally it's, you know, other countries, mainly England, claiming, you know, Irish actors and actresses as their own. It's unusual for somebody (laughs) to claim... The Emerald Isle. Absolutely. Well, one Brilliant. of our own. I would every. Well, we look forward to her yeah, much kind absolutely. of success. Absolutely. get her on lunchtime live someday. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt about it. Uh, tell us about the grand stretch. <laughs> it's good news for the grand stretch. Well, I love the, it. You often hear people say, oh, there's a grand stretch grand in the stretch. evening. Go on. You know, it's the like, most ridiculous statement, but it's brilliant. But like, so Irish. It, it's literally any conversation. You could be in a taxi. You could be in the lift. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's like a grand, grand stretch. stretch in the evening there. We were going out, you know. But last night, um, so 60 of January it was the first time it's gone over half an hour 
So we're kind of creeping into that. So there's longer. actually a grand there's stretch. Actually, right. I think once it goes past half an hour, we can call it a grand stretch. And look, it's something that gains a bit of attention around these kind of this time of year. People are kind of in that kind of seasonal affective disorder. They can get down a bit bogged down by the bad weather yeah, and the dark, yeah. gloomy evenings. But yeah, people are kind of eagerly awaiting as it kind of gets like that little bit. You can see summer and spring creeping yeah. in and it does affect your mood, I think. Absolutely. And it makes you happy. Yeah. So by the end of January, we'll be kind of at five past five and then as it comes to this time next month the 17th February it'll be 20 to 6 so it'll be lasting an hour and a half that's some stretch in game my, changing yeah absolutely <laughs> and by Patrick's Day half six in the evening we'll yeah. have brightness so that's two and a half hours of just what good kind of want? stretch and by the June Bank holiday Andrea quarter to ten in the evening yeah Serious so, difference. Absolutely brilliant. You'll have June the barbecue out. Weekend. Yeah. The whole lot. Oh, can't wait. Yeah. Especially the weather at the oh, moment is yeah. frosty and cold out there. Just on a final note, um, our chat, well, your chances are still high if you fancy marrying this man. You look really well. I know. It's classic me. Came to college and got pretty. Oh, you're always pretty. Very pretty. You know, um, you're, you're beautiful. Paul Meskel. Absolutely. Yeah, so Paul Meskel is due to star in the Gladiator sequel, Ridley Scott. So he's kind of gaining a bit of attention for that. He's also starring in All of Us Strangers with his fellow Irish actor, Andrew Scott. And he's been doing a bit of kind of media, doing a bit of press. And people are saying, well, like, you're going to be so famous after mm. this. Like, If you're not yeah, already. If you're not yeah. already, you're going to be just like across every national paper, everything, the whole lot. And he said... He doesn't want to close himself off to that kind of life, just being too famous. He doesn't want to close himself off to getting drunk at a party or meeting someone at a bar. So, ladies, fellas, there's still chance. Still hope. Still hope for all of us. <laughs> and Andrea, yeah. he's in town Friday night. Is he? All of a stranger's premiere. So. There you go. He doesn't want to let fame stop him meeting somebody. Yeah, and look, more power to him. You yeah. might meet him in the pub in Maynooth. There you and go. <laughs> chat him up. <laughs> Absolutely. Brilliant. Carlo Sullivan, thanks a million uh, for joining us today, telling us about all of the reasons to be happy this week. Plenty of good, positive news. Some uplifting stories as well. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.